The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is Kyle Lacey, who is the author of the books Twitter Marketing for Dummies, Social CRM for Dummies, and Brand Yourself. Go to kylelacey.com to find out more. Kyle, cheers for being with me today. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. Kyle, could you let us know a little bit about you and how you got started in marketing and went on to get books published? Well, I started... I started in social media in college. Um, we had a record label at our school, and we sold albums and marketed artists by using MySpace, and that's how I got started. And when I graduated college, uh, me and my business partner, Brandon Kuhn, um, decided to create a company that catered to teaching people how to use social and um, building out social media strategies and that kind of stuff. And after that, we kept building it out. We networked, built a brand, and then eventually we um, there was a w- girl in one of our boot camps that knew an editor at Wiley who publishes the Dummy series, and uh, that's how we got the book. It was more cool. of a referral. Okay, Kyle, today I'd like the focus to be on Twitter, how we can use Twitter more effectively. For anyone listening who isn't super familiar with Twitter, could you let us know a little bit about what Twitter actually is and how it can be used for business purposes? You know, I think the best way to describe Twitter is a cocktail party. You're talking to somebody at a party, you usually can hear people around you. You can usually hear conversations around you. And if the person in front of you is boring, what can you do? You can go to somebody else and have another conversation. So... The idea is Twitter is a feed of conversations happening with, that gives you the ability to follow people's conversations. And if you don't want to listen to them, you don't have to. Now, what Twitter has done that other social networks have not is it's created a conversation medium. Um, Facebook is starting to, but Twitter's more of, you know, how do you share a message and get it reshared? Um, viral marketing is very much a huge aspect of Twitter. Um, in terms of business, it's all about communicating your story. Um, we tell all of our clients that you have to have a story. You have to write a story. You have to know what your clients want to hear, right? Um, you know, all marketing has been built off of stories from the, from the beginning. And if you can tell your story, Twitter is a good tool to share it fast and effectively into a lot of people at the same time. How do we actually get into conversations or get talking to the right people, the people who are potentially could be customers or the people who we want to tell our story to? How do we find those people on Twitter? My, the, the best way to do that is to use search.twitter.com. Search.twitter.com allows you to search based on keyword. You can also right. search based on location. And mm-hmm. I tell people to search for three things. The first one is their clients. The second one is their industry. And their third one is um, competitors. 
Uh-huh. And if you can find those three things, if you say yes to any of those three things that you found them, then you should be using social media. You should be using Twitter. Um, and a good way to do that is by using search.twitter.com. So presumably people out there in the Twitterverse will already be having these conversations already. And that is what you find on search.twitter.com. It will allow you to find people who are already talking about it. Yeah, it will pull up every tweet that has that word in it, basically. Uh, it's a good way to find people based on location as well. Based on location. And, and that is obviously great if you run a local business or you just want to target people in a specific region. Where do you find good stuff to tweet out to people and how often should we be tweeting? Is it different for different businesses? Yeah, I, I think that the first thing you do is the content's going to come from your clients. The content's going to come from industry leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, I follow people that share good content. And you would retweet that? Yeah, I would retweet it. I think that I think that you will find if you follow enough people, it's a whole quantity over quality thing and then quality over quantity. If you follow enough people, you're going to find the quality people that share good content. And, you know, just follow people in your industry. And then they follow people and it's just a stepping, you know, it's a stepping stairs. Do you know how often you retweet? Is it just as and when you notice something that is worthy enough of a retweet or is it more strategic than that should we be retweeting a couple of times a day at least i would say at least once or twice a day but it's really depending on your strategy too because you need to make sure that you're also sending tweets out if you're global at times when you know people are actually doing it right because there could be people from all over the world so expanding on that do you have certain times of the day when you would tweet or do you have a schedule that you would follow I don't really have a schedule. I just know that, you know, there's times when I need to be sending out tweets. So I use Hootsuite or CoTweet to pre-schedule tweets. To pre-schedule tweets. Good idea. Yeah, and it helps with time management as well. Yeah, so you can get it all done in one go, but the tweets will drip release at the times you have chosen. Yes. You mentioned there about time management. Is there a risk of spending too much time on Twitter? How much time would you spend on it in a day or a week? Well, I, I don't use myself as an example because we have a social media company, but I would say I tell people between 30 minutes to an hour a day. Use it for six months, 30 minutes a day. If you don't okay. see return on it, make sure that you look at your your strategy um, and re- reevaluate what you're doing. If you do it again and it doesn't work, then you probably shouldn't have been on it to begin with. And in terms of actually making money, what is Twitter more useful for? Is it just to promote your brand and raise awareness, or are you actually trying to achieve direct sales from links that you're tweeting out? Um, it depends on your strategy. My, my, our use in terms of our company's use of social is very much an intangible benefit for us. Um, it's because we're a services company, right? We sell knowledge capital. But for somebody like Dell, I mean, they've sold millions of dollars worth of computer equipment on sure. Twitter. It, but the thing is, is that you have to set that standard when you start. You have to say, I am going to create an account, and all I'm going to do is feed products that are better for sale. And you're upfront about that so people know that, you know what, he's not going to be on here. You know, um, he's, yeah, he, <laughs> he's not going to be actually using it for communication. He's going to yeah. use it for just sharing products. And if they're okay with that, mm-hmm. they'll follow you, and then you can share it. Can you still do a, a mixture of both? In the in the book, we talk about the four one one rule, and the four one one rule is for every four things or for every six tweets you send out, you should say you should share 
four things of other people's, four pieces of content of somebody else, one piece of content about your industry, and then one piece of content about a sale that you have. There's no analytic behind that or algorithm or anything. It's just something that sounded good. And it seems to work. It seems to work, yes. Well, it sounds good to me, and it's achieving that balance. Make sure that you're not constantly just spamming people. Absolutely. You mentioned earlier about if you're going to be putting the time in, you're going to want a good return out of it. How can we measure the success of our Twitter marketing? Um, By measuring analytics by click-throughs. You can Mm -hmm. also use coupon codes for Twitter. So the Twitter has a special affiliate link that, that links with uh, sales page. So you know how many visits came from Twitter and then how much you sold on that given day. You can track that way. Um, and then you have just the intangible brand benefit of Twitter. And over six months and I see my sales increasing, I can say maybe it had to do with the use of Twitter. It's the same concept as PR, right? You Everybody freaks out about social media ROI, but let's be honest, does anybody ever measure PR ROI? It's very rare. Or do you measure and track your ROI of email use? It's very rare that I even see anybody doing that. You know? Yeah, for me personally, I look at some soft metrics. Um, for example, I get people direct messaging me um, pretty much every day. So I know that my Twitter marketing is worth my time. And you know, I know that might not be the same for every business, but I thought I'd just throw that in there. There are ways, visible ways, that you can see and be certain that your Twitter marketing is working. Moving on. I had a question, Carl, about quantity versus quality in terms of followers. Is it a race to get big or does it not actually matter what the size of your list is? Oh, man. Um, Okay, so let me give you two examples. Mm -hmm. One example is me not as an author and me as an author. Mm -hmm. When I didn't have the book, I really didn't care about quantity as much as I did the quality. But with a book, the whole point is let's sell books. By using like Hootsuite and TweetDeck and these tools where you can manage um, tools so you can manage your followers, quantity doesn't really matter anymore, right? So having Hootsuite and TweetDeck, you can manage followers. So you know you could have 12,000 people and you can still manage it because you've got them all categorized. And that's the beauty of it. So... Quality over quantity, quantity over quality, doesn't really matter. Okay, so it just depends on the situation. If you have 30,000 followers and you can manage really good relationships with 200 of them because you use tracking features and tools and everything, then it makes sense. Do you have any hard and fast rule about ratio as well? Because obviously, if you're trying to grow a list, sometimes your following to followers ratio can become unbalanced. Do you have any rules that you would stick to? Should we be aiming to keep it level? Um, I know some people like to act like a celebrity and, and not follow many people back, but have a big bunch of people following them to make them look good. So do you have any opinions on ratio? You know what? I, it's, it's all based on personality. If you want to have an account where you only follow 42 people, but you have 30,000 people following you, good for you. I mean, if you can pull that off, great. I don't, I don't really get caught up in, oh, my gosh, he's not following everybody back. Ashton's such a jerk, blah, blah, blah. I mean, give me a, give me a break. He's got almost 2 million followers, and you don't. Just live with it. 
So, you know, I think that it, I would say that the only time you um, change is if you have a ton of people that get really upset. If you have, you know, if you're following 500 people and you have, um, let's say you have 10 or 15 of them say, why aren't you following anybody back? You probably need to follow the people back because they're asking for it, right? You need you need to listen to the followers so, so you're catering to their needs, in my opinion. So basically, if your audience are demanding it, then then do it. Personally, I follow everyone back or most people back as long as they're not spammy or pornography or something weird. I'm happy to follow back most people because it then allows us to be able to direct message each other, which you can't do if one person is not following the other person. So, you know, that's just my two cents on that one. Kyle, I had a question about how we can actually add value and gain the trust of our followers. So they keep coming back to read our tweets rather than just having us on their list, but not paying any particular attention to what we're actually saying. How do we get them to pay attention to what we're tweeting and make them want to keep coming back time and time again? There's only one rule, man, and that's good content. Tell stories. Everything is storytelling. Every single piece of social is how can you tell a better story? How can you tell how, what you do for your business? Okay, here's the best way to look at it. Marketing in general is a disruption model, right? You see signs all the time. They disrupt your train of thought. You get marketing thrown at you all the time. Social media is still a disruption model, right? You're being interrupted by things. But the only difference is, is that you want your fans, your followers, to interrupt people for you. You, you want to be the topic, but you don't want to be the center, right? So in terms of how you get people to share and how you get people to get involved in your Twitter account, it's creating content that gets them to get involved. And, that, and the best way to do that is by telling stories. Do you ever explicitly ask for retweets, Carl? Because I've seen some people actually put, please retweet this at the end of a tweet as a call to action. Is that something that you would recommend if you want to be going viral, or would you just leave that out? There's times when I say, please, RT, and some people do. I don't see anything against it, unless you say it every single time you send it out, because then, then you're just annoying, um, and you know nobody really likes annoying people in general. Yeah. But I would, I, would, I would say that, you know what, don't worry that much about it, um, but if you do it every time, then you got issues. Just don't sure. do it every time. What are hashtags and how can we use them? A hashtag, best way to describe a hashtag is using the number symbol to tag a word. So if you're at an event, let's use South by Southwest as an example, SXSW, and you were to use the hashtag, it puts you into a search page that has everybody that used that hashtag in it. The search tagging system, basically. Okay, so it has a feed of everyone who is talking about that same term. Yeah. It helps you manage groups of people mm-hmm. uh, in seminars or anything like that. There's also a feature on Twitter called lists. How can we use those to our advantage? Lists. I'm not a huge fan of lists. I'm not going to lie. I uh, kind of escape me because I use columns anyway. But in terms of growing your follower base, it's great to find like-minded people. That's, it's great to organize and find like-minded people. Because with like-minded people come other like-minded people. And it should work in that way, right? It should be a, a, a constant system of sharing information, sharing content, 
that is the same is that you build a follower base. How can we link our blog or an RSS feed to Twitter? Is that a technical thing or are there any services or tools that we can use to do that? Um, it depends on what you're using. The, usually it's your blog that will feed to Twitter. I know the WordPress has plugins for it. I know the blogger has plugins for it. But I would definitely set up something that where it does that because it does help with feeding content. And that would be an automatic thing, I'm, I'm assuming, Carl. As soon as you post on your blog, it posts to Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, where can we go to find out more about your book? And also, can you give us a little bit of information about the book and why we should go check it out? Okay. The book is a breakdown, down, plain and simple. How do you build a marketing strategy to make money on Twitter? That is the one-sentence definition of what the book gives you. It has to do with applications. It has to do with tools. It has to do with how do you manage your time effectively. It has to do with strategy. Um, it also has the basics sprinkled in there so you don't get overwhelmed. Um, you know, it's simply how do you not waste time and valuable resources on Twitter? You know, when you can take the time, 12 hours out of your life to read the book, you're not going to waste 90 hours of it on Twitter. Great. That's the end of today's episode. As always, thanks to everyone for listening in. And thank you to you, Kyle, for coming on the show. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.